Hello again everybody, this is Mark and welcome to Shield Bash. On my right is back for a first time in a long time, our favorite orc. Toof, played by Neil. The Grimscar. Yes, the Grimscar. Will, playing Uko, the monk. Jason, playing former caravan guard Bridger. Curtis, playing Donk. I hope that's treasure. (laughs) (laughs) And Pete. Playing the bibliophile, Nat Loomis. Pete, you're not the last one anymore. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Every freaking... It's it's like he's used to being last. Just be glad he's awake. And to my right... (laughs) Mr. Mr. Last Pick over there. Britt. Playing Balmy Tiger. Well, guys, it's been a long time. I'm glad to see everybody back here. How has everybody been doing? I've been well. Well, you know. Had a cold, but... Did say well? I had a super cold, Jason. I had a super cold called Omnicron. You got a Transformer for Christmas? Oh, oh yeah. 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 I, got, I got the no, COVID, man. It's, it's the uh, aliens off of uh, Futurama. Omicron Persei 8. Right. Ooh, there you go. There you go. That's a reference I would not have gotten. Kind of felt a little bit like an alien trying to burst out of my chest. But <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad, really. Uh, my doctor was fan-freaking-tastic. Um, put us on meds the first time, the first night that we uh, after we got our positive test. Best part of Omicron was I got 14 days off from work again. And the Department of Labor said, oh, hey, since you probably got that at work because it's running rampant through your building, I got all my time back. So thank you, Uncle Sam. Awesome. Nice. Other than that, been working and cooking and doing all kinds of stuff. Bryce finally used his smoker that we've got him uh, like three years ago for Christmas. Nice. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and I, I think he was a little bit of uh, intimidated by the whole it's electric and fire. And, right. you know, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> water. water that, you know. that checks out. <laughs> that checks out. Cooking for yourself. You know, Bryce, Bryce, is, Bryce is my middle son, and he's, uh, he's, he's overly enthusiastic, but you can never tell because he's kind of like Eeyore. You know, so it's like, hey, Mr. Hicks, that was his band teacher. Hey, Mr. Hicks, I just drank two monsters. I'm so wired. <laughs> but you can never tell because he'd never changed. Well, that also checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bryce. I'm just imagining him with the cooker like he's poking at it like, how it work? <laughs> Me give fire, it no work. <laughs> well, well, I actually, you know, got out the manual and read it and, how to season it and all that stuff, and he watched me, and so you know it was kind of like monkey see, monkey do. And now he's now he's he's smoking everything. I mean, you know. So what you're saying is he can't read? No, no, he can read <laughs> fine. He can read right. fine. He just chose not to. Uh, that also checks out. Duh. Speaking of reading, my father got a new TV for his uh, man cave, John Wayne room. That is a smart TV. <laughs> so hello, pilgrim. He, he gets it out of the box. I'm driving home from work, and I get a phone call. Um. The, the directions for this and how to turn it on, they're not in English. Do <laughs> <laughs> you time to s- turn a paper over? Like, do what? <laughs> they look like that Mexican stuff you speak. <laughs> turn it over, Dad. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting um, because same thing with the smoker. If you like, have it turned upside down, which looks correctly. I mean, the spine's on the left side like it's supposed to be. But the whole booklet's upside down. It's printed in French. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what the hell? <laughs> but I, I did the same thing. I flipped it over. Oh, there it is. Okay. That means they sell in Canada. Yes, exactly. Shout out to Canada. Hey. Hey. You, you, you may not sit on Jason's lap. You good? 
Yeah, I was trying to fix this thing because I can't see the paper or anything no, below it. I know you've been trying to stop us for a little while. Sorry. He's got to be more assertive. Wave your hand or something, Will. Where's I Spicy did. Will? Next time I'm going to just well. get up and slap the shit out of each of you individually. <laughs> and you'll know I need There's a better Spicy, spicy Will. Will. Well, well there we go. I missed him. That sounds like a huge waste of time. Next time, just be like, hey, guys. <laughs> or, you know, stand yeah, you up. Got a microphone. Just you. say, hey, guys, hold up a minute. I'm having a technical problem. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> yes, you're getting Spicy Will. I've been so busy, it would have been a blessing if I... Uh, had a deadly disease, so... Uh, <laughs> I need a box. <laughs> yeah, it's Watch behind the box. What? It's behind you. Yeah, oh, okay. I actually pulled it out, pushed it over to you, and said, Hey, Neil, there's your box. Oh, thanks. Neil, Neil lost his box, everybody, but it's okay. He found a new one. Typical Neil. This one's better. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all better than the last one, because they're new. <laughs> new Even if you? they're just new to you. They're, yeah. <laughs> so they're not new anymore. What was everybody's favorite Christmas gift? This D20 right here. That is pretty that damn cool. Sister. It is a uh, it is a wonderful work of dice art. It is uh, it's hollow and it has uh, kind of oh hematite looking colored and then gold numbers and it's a large size one of the uh, larger D20s like I use when I kill people. I mean uh, GM <laughs> and uh, it's very you. very pretty. And all the hematite colored stuff. If you look real close. Sparkles. Skulls. Yes, yes, uh, sparkly hematite skulls. And well, the nice thing about it, it's yeah. easy to read. It is yes. easy to read. Because as we get older, like uh-huh. me and my buddy Britt here, yeah. we have problems with that. In fact, I, I wear and or carry a set of glasses with me everywhere so I can see small details like dice and traffic menus, signs. Okay. traffic signs. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's not that you become illiterate as you get old. It's that you just can't see it. Correct. Right. Correct, yeah. It's called presbyopia because all those old Presbyterians couldn't read the hymn book. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about you, Jason? I was going to just mention, like, I got some, I got a couple sets of dice too, but some of them I'm not ever going to use because I can't can't freaking read them <laughs> but you they're know. pretty aren't they yeah they're nice yeah. you know my wife got me a big set of metal dice Ooh. and like they're weighty and everything but the d20 is just i gotta like hold it up to the light and i'm like eh. and that just yeah you're not even old spoils it. yeah it's a design <laughs> thing champ you know it's just the same reason why Britt doesn't use the um serpent skull dice right that i got him right. and the same reason why last night i wasn't using the kingmaker dice that i have because in my, in my defense, those serpent skull dice—they kind of look like the the, the the colorblind test pictures, you know. <laughs> the pit oh, test. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not faulting you for it. I, like I yeah. said, I have the same problem with the kingmaker. Dice. Yeah. But my favorite gift. Yeah. Was my uh, my father? He gave the money to my wife to buy it, but he got me. You know those briefcases you see in movies where like they they like they open up and they always have a bomb or like you know wads of cash. The silver clad outside. Yep. Yep. With the handcuff. I didn't get the handcuff. No, I've got a set. You want one? Um, yeah. Sure, yeah. Because uh, it complete the look. Yeah, it's already got locks on it, too, so I can yeah. you know, lock it all. But it's uh, somebody makes inserts for them for magic decks. Oh. So, nice. Yep. The problem is, is it's already almost full. That way you can really geek out. Would that make you a yeah, magic yeah. assassin? No, I don't have that deck. Oh, okay. Magic. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. boom He has a pretty big ass. Oh. Boom. Wow. Man. Uh, yeah, but pardon Neil. He's had been here for a while, folks. It was a good. He's pun. playing catch up. My favorite <laughs> gift was a blender, so that I can make paper. Oh, awesome! Okay, so you just push people into this. Go on, them in the paper. We, we, yes, uh, it's people paper. We, we, <laughs> we, 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 we are the paper people. That's we have some monkeys that you can use. They're for making life. it out of people. It's people. 
Silent Green is people. <laughs> so, well, you're making paper? paper now. Oh, uh, yeah. Not yet. Because oh. I just got the blender like yesterday. Wait, at Will? The holidays have been a little different. Is it this like year. just regular paper or what kind of paper are you making, Will? Uh, it's, it's basically just re- regular paper. Oh. Toilet paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're never going to get me again, COVID. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. No shortage for me. <laughs> I'll just feed my coffee table in there and seven hours later I'll have toilet paper. <laughs> this some bitch is like a wood chipper. <laughs> 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 wouldn't even need that one. There's a lot of, a lot of coffee tables nowadays. They're like particle board. You just get them too wet. They'll disintegrate. So, what well, comes I, out to you? Well, yeah. wearing safety I'm goggles. To follow the process here. Do you also need a pasta roller? Pasta roller? No. So um, basically, you just you just I'm blend up. Putting down. Yeah. Yeah. You just blend up the paper and then take the pulp out. Uh-huh. Strain the pulp out of it, uh-huh. and then take the pulp and put it in fresh water and uh, use a screen. Was this a screen? Was this brought on by by our yeah. journey and our our sojourn in Neenah, Wisconsin, the paper capital of the Midwest? Is that what brought this all on, Will, for for PhoenixCon? No, I actually didn't know about that. Oh, you didn't? No, I had apparently completely avoided the fact it's that that paper was a paper town, town, USA. That's what they say on the sign. I thought that was Scranton. Yeah. No kidding, right? No, um, if you could make your own paper, yeah, that'd be great. This is actually born of uh, my workplace, who has no recycling bins, uh, uh, and the the other office in another town does have recycling bins that I found out don't actually go into recycling. So yeah. I was like, hey, instead of us throwing all this paper away, how about we shred it and give it to me? And my boss was like, sure, why not? So there you go, folks. Will is being the change he wants to see right yeah. there. So my question, what are you going to do with it? And how big's your fucking blender? What aren't you going to do with it? That's the real question. Uh, probably a lot of things. I'm going to build a bridge. Origami? Origami? Well, I'm just, I didn't know if you had a specific purpose. You're like, I'm going to cut it down and like just use it in everyday life. Or like, I'm going to, you know, start donating it to charities to use. Or You can make a chapeau. What? I haven't really figured airplane. it out yet. Or a pterodactyl. Uh, <laughs> I am... I also dabble in leatherworking, so I've thought about making <laughs> journals and stuff like that. So, yeah, though, I mean, if you started hand making journals, those things would sell for big money. Yeah, I am, I'm not joking. And if you did that, uh, uh, have you ever seen how they they dip paper? Dip paper. Yeah, the, um, at the um, there's a thing in in our town in Vandalia called the Grand Levee, and it's like all based on like the 1800s craftsmen stuff like that. They have a a paper maker there. That if you look at the old books, you see like that they have that uh, kind of paisley type paper in the front and the back of the books. That's made by dipping the paper, kind of like the... Uh, what they do with camo? Yes, kind of like the wraps and stuff like that. They do the camo uh, stuff now. But they would dip that paper in there and bring it out, and they would let, let it dry and would have that cool paisley because that's how the design was on the water. So if you did that for the edges, oh, he's right, that would... Uh, I didn't know about that process, but that sounds interesting. Actually, that whole area that you just talked about in your town sounds interesting. I really need to get down there and visit you sometime. Yeah, um, once uh, once they get figured out when they're going to have it this year, I'll definitely give you guys an invite and stuff. Absolutely. Or if you get real fancy, the ones where it's like, you know, the books that if you're looking at it while it's closed, it's got gold at the edges. Yeah. But then if you kind of slide it a bit to the side and it makes a picture... That would be some advanced stuff right there. Hey. Also, the edges of this paper are probably going to be pretty unrefined. Will you Flint, Flintstoney? Well, 
Yeah, you 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 cut you cut it, but then you know. Don't do all this work. It's like five bucks for a fucking paper it, cutter, man. I know a guy that if you actually if this is Hispanic guy, and if you let him use your books, he'll take them down to Mexico. He'll dip them for you, and then ship them back. <laughs> but they have to go to special people. <laughs> yeah, we get we get paper like that in, at work all the time. Shoot for the stars, Will. Shoot for the yeah, stars. I'll, I'll see stars if stars. you lick it. These are the extra ten minutes a day to dip the paper. How come everybody's licking my books? Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like snozberries. I mean, it really does increase the value, I suppose. Oh, astronomically. Because <laughs> then they cut your little book into little squares. <laughs> <laughs> and each one sells as much as a book. That's pretty damn, damn, pretty that damn close, yeah. Mini, it's mi- micro, something like that. Yeah, micro doses. doses. Micro doses. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Allow me to spell this all out for anybody that wasn't following along. <laughs> so your new business venture sounds pretty exciting, Will. It's not <laughs> a business adventure. This is nothing to do with business. It's just well, something that I wanted to do with my... Yeah, Will's not time. selling cocaine. Shut up. <laughs> he shows up in a couple weeks driving a Lexus. <laughs> Didn't you hear him? He's giving it away. <laughs> the first one's free. free. <laughs> Always free. That's what I always say about uh, when I take Girl Scout cookie order forms to work. <laughs> do you remember when it, that, that uh, article they had in the... Uh, God, I can't remember what city it was but they oh it was colorado <laughs> they just opened the, the cannabis shops and stuff and then the girl scouts were like hey that's a business opportunity for us so they set up outside the dispensaries and they were selling like cases of cookies and then what's what's the government do oh you can't be within a thousand feet of the cannabis stores you know because that's taking advantage of people no that's a business acumen right there Location, location, location. It works for real estate, and it works for Girl Scout cookies outside of pot dispensaries. If there aren't a whole host of companies that went and specifically were like, okay, so when you get out of college, I got a job for you. I think then they missed out. Hell yeah. I think they did that on uh, what was uh, the last show that uh, Tim Allen did. Oh, Last Man Standing. Yeah, Last Last Man Man Standing. Standing. Yeah, yeah. They they actually did that on the show, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I talked to Tiff about it when she took over uh, cookie sales, and she's like, yeah, that's a different council. I'm not allowed to sell in Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, it's like a freaking big mafia network. You know, the Girl Scouts of America, they got uh, they got turfs, and, uh, right. you know, you're not going into the Gambino area. <laughs> this is 312 territory. Get the fuck out. That's right. Got all these Palmer City pukes coming up here and trying to muscle in on our business. We got Girl Scout <laughs> troops meeting in the Walmart parking lot. The freaking Mortal Kombat music kicks in. <laughs> Finish her. <laughs> these are my cookies. Good job, Marsha. <laughs> she hit me with her merit badge sash. It hurt. I got my judo badge, bitch. <laughs> So, so do we Stephanie got kicked out of the troop for using beaver tranquilizers. <laughs> Damn it, Bernice! Damn it, Bernice! Is, is, there a, is there a leg-breaking merit badge? Just asking for a friend. There, there is. It's called Sweep the Leg. Sweep the Leg! Uh, I, I am not a fan of holidays. Oh, well, well, what about you, Pete? <laughs> um, actually, mine was a surprise. Um, Mom, every year, asked what we need. I'm like, I could use a... Another big notebook for Pathfinder. So uh, she got me one. It's uh, leather bound. It's got the old parchment paper in it. And stamped on the front is Cthulhu. Oh, so not the Hello Kitty that you got last year, right? Nice. (laughs) It's like, oh, cool. What's wrong with Hello Kitty? Well, as as I was saying, 
before we started recording. My favorite gift probably was the T-shirt that my brother-in-law got me oh, yeah. that I'm wearing today. And, and what does it say, Brett? It says, when the DM smiles, it's already too late. That is correct. And it's got a huge D20 on it. Really like it. Thank you, Rob. Shout out to Rob. Whoop. Hey, Rob. Good stuff, Maynard. Hey, Rob. What about you, Britt? What'd you get? I started this one. Yeah. No, well, that's right. Kurt. You're the only one? That's the one. He's left. Neil doesn't like holidays. I got another interface to add to our current interface. So <laughs> if we run out of channels, I, I can add one Whose more. face did... What? He you, said what'd in you put her in her face? face? In her face. I got, yeah. I got another interface. Oh, okay. Misunderstood that. Yeah. So if we run out of spots on the current interface, then I have an interface I can daisy chain to this interface and get oh. another you hear that, Bradley spot. Cooper? Come on down. We got space for it. <laughs> Listeners, in case you can't tell, we haven't met since uh, November, so we went through pretty much all of the holiday season without kind of seeing, uh, without meeting for the podcast. So. Been a long time. Been a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. Granted, by the time you hear this, it'll be what? Yes, March? This one comes out early March, yeah. So uh, March. Hope so, hope hello, future everybody. Yep. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Yep, get ready to uh, stab your dictators. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. The Ides of March. Come on, don't look at me. Yes, like come that. on. Et, Whoa. Et, et tu, Brute. <laughs> taters that are shaped like dicks. What? <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> I was thinking more of a Cinco de Mayo mentality, but you know. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's in May. May. Yeah, that's in May. <laughs> you tried, though. You tried. Uh, yeah. Let's see. March, oh. Easter. Mm, hello. I think Pete. <laughs> That's an April. Monster. We got another one coming oh, out. One, one before then. Sorry. Yep. See, we're all fucked up on holidays. That's what happens. I'm going to blame on COVID. Everything else blame on COVID. Well, blame one on of the last episodes we did, we talked about like, hey, you know, happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating, because we weren't sure when it was coming out. Uh, <laughs> so, hey. This is this is evidence that we don't really know what holidays are coming up. Happy whatever fucking holiday it is. Yeah, it's so okay because Neil doesn't like holidays. Either. Going forward, we will be continuing yep. to tell you happy uh, happy holidays for every episode. Well, <laughs> well Halloween's <laughs> awesome. In case there is a holiday. Yeah. That I week. mean, there's always something. William, that seems like a tall order. I don't know how I can uh, handle the pressure of maintaining that. And, <laughs> and if you have a holiday we've never heard of, but it's like a big thing in your country, like Sweden or... You know, Netherlands, Singapore, pour some, yeah. you know, uh, hit us up on the on the website or you know on uh, on our Facebook page and let us know and we'll give your holiday a shout out if we can pronounce it. If not, please provide the pronunciation. We'll still do it. Speaking of speaking of shout outs, we were talking off air off mic a little yeah, while ago. Yeah, you had a couple guys. There's uh, how many did you say? Will there was a quite a few in Singapore. Like that's why we just mentioned Singapore. Um, so after the U.S., uh-huh. which is the majority of it, uh-huh. Russia. Hey, bots. Singapore, <laughs> United Kingdom, and uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands, yep. Netherlands was in there, too? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know anybody that lives there, but I do know a couple of new listeners in our general area. They are folks that I have worked with in the new job. And one of them, I'm going to murder his last name, speaking of which. Um <laughs> Sorry, Bryce. That's premeditated. Wait, let, me, let me make sure I got the right Bryce because we got like 14 of them. Yeah, it's not my Bryce. Oh, little son. It's no, Bryce. no, different Bryce altogether. I'm going to say it's called Margitech. Margitech. Magitech. No, there's an R in there for sure. Um, Are these the people that call you grandpa? Anyway, Bryce, love you, bro. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a good dude. He's young. He's 20 ish. And uh, he admitted he listened into a couple episodes and didn't exactly know it. What was going on? <laughs> That's okay. We don't either. But it's probably the weed, bro. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we appreciate you listening, and hopefully, eventually, you'll get sucked into this crazy hobby just like we did. Um, the other fellow is a guy by the name of Ricky Winners. He's another cool dude. He lives over in Jacksonville area. That's also pronounced Magitech. Right. You're probably right. No, I, you know, there's a lot of people that are related in this company, but I don't think those two are. So, mm. no. So the they're allowed to date? The is that what you're saying? They could, I suppose. <laughs> the T is silent in this one. Anyway, Ricky's a good dude. Um, I enjoyed working with both of them uh, while I could. Uh, now, Ricky has a YouTube channel, and if you want to look at unusual crazy videos you could look at them at twisted torture that's t-w-1 <laughs> s-t-e-d tortures just like the traditional spelling thanks for listening both of you i'd be worried about what it is but if it's on youtube it can't be that bad exactly more especially if he's monetized i mean we're on youtube right yeah so maybe i'm wrong well, but he actually has video with his you know i mean i mean technically <laughs> so do we we did too at one point <laughs> if you want to start editing them, we can again. <laughs> no, I got the three jobs just like you do, so yeah. thanks anyway. That's kind of what I figured. Yep. Actually, another thing that we missed while we were on gone is I am now twice as old as Will again. Yay! Yay! my birthday, Yay! 54. Yay! Boop, boop. Very, he, caught, very good. he caught back up. Don't let me get away on you because uh, I think next month it switches back. See, that, that's why I had to get it in this time because I, I knew it was coming real close. Put a short pause in here in case you want to take it out. Do you want to give your other big news, Grandpa? He has boobs. Oh, he got, he got a boob job. Forgot about it. Has that. been a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was in November. Yeah, it has been a while. Yes, I am also a grandpa now. Little uh, little Ronan Henry. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's not spelled like your frog, <laughs> and he's not green. He's much cuter than uh, than your Ronan. Ronan. <laughs> I, it, it's definitely better than the uh, kid I met, you know, the other day named Wilder. Wilder Hawk. Wilder Hawk. Ooh. That's a fucking awesome name. Yeah, you just call him like Gene? He's got ADHD. He have a brother named Tank Hawk? I asked the mother, like, uh, is that like a family name? She's like, no, I just really like the sound of the name. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Well, at least it's a guy and not a girl because yeah. then she'd be Lady Hawk. Well, that's Ooh. okay. Nothing wrong with that, right? And she'd only be able to come out at night. Well, that's probably <laughs> for the best anyways. <laughs> she was hot, wasn't she? Hot as hell. <laughs> she was. She. So we ran into each other in the grocery store. Every aisle we run into each other. So like the third time, I said, "God damn, it's fucking you again." And she goes, "Yeah, we're probably gonna be running into each other. You know, the rest of the way out, crisscrossing aisles." I said, "Oh God, I hope so." <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 and the, the that's how the story, though, got the restraining order. No, Neil, no. Neil just went in to grab one thing, but well, then, then I went in to grab a few things, but then I was really hungry because I didn't eat breakfast yet. So I'm wandering down the aisles, like, "Oh God, that sounds so good! I'm gonna get that." Oh God, that sounds so good! I'm gonna get that. Oh God, that sounds so good! I'm gonna get that. And I get out, and it was like 110 bucks. <laughs> well, no, you were just trying to keep pace with her, weren't you? Well, I was. <laughs> I was column A, little from column B. That's, that's why you don't shop when you're when hungry. hungry. <laughs> I was actually looking at things though at a grocery store, which I should never do. When I'm hungry, because I'm like, oh, shit, that looks really good. Oh, More shit, those. that looks really good. Oh yeah, What I the fuck is this? I came Put it in the cart. And then I had right. to go back a couple aisles because I was getting, uh, wanted to get some of those like Neo drink things right, that's right. right up here on the table. And I ran to her again that time. I was like, all right, now I'm going to have to start fucking with her. Right there in the store? <laughs> Not fucking, fucking with. A very important distinction. Extremely. But then I went to go get orange juice. And one is okay. Was one will get you right. <laughs> All right, orange juice. This is getting kinky, dude. She was bent over, 
picking up like yogurt or something. Yogurt. So you grabbed a few things. And orange juice. And I just completely forgot what the fuck I was doing. So I left, went out to my car, and I was like, God damn it, I forgot orange juice. So I went back in. Yeah, I would have driven away at that point. <laughs> you wound yeah. up behind her in line again. Wound up you? behind her in line. <laughs> You mind uh, bending over to pick up that yogurt again? So we were we were joking about the Forget restraining order, else. but yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe she actually goes, she goes. You're just buying orange juice. It's like yeah, I forgot. She's like, why aren't you using self checkout? I was like, well, I'm against self checkout. I, I think it's wrong. I think the grocery store should have to pay employees to do that. You know, we're not getting a discount because there's not yeah, an employee. Don't turn the store into a vendetta against self checkout. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I'm standing behind her in line. She's like, hey, do you want me to buy that for you? I was like, no. She's like, that's not what I meant to say. I meant you want to go in front of me. I was like, no, it's fine. I don't care. It's just orange juice, and I got to wait anyways. Fucking so you got to stare at her ass and yeah. My father <laughs> used to work at the A&P yep. until that self-checkout put him out of a job. <laughs> now it's a vendetta. Neil starts talking like Joe Biden. They fuck you at the self-checkout. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to get your front and me. fuck you. Me, Neil, I get fucked. I forget my orange juice. I have to go back through the self-checkout. <laughs> <laughs> they charged me twice. I did it myself. How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you in the self checkout. Just saying. It, it was definitely a, a, an interesting grocery store trip, to say the least. I'm going to uh, I'm going to tell a story about self checkout real quick. All right. It's not my story. <laughs> okay. Um, unlike Neil, stay on target. But this is this is for <laughs> no. This is for th- this is why I'm not agreeing with Neil. Just, but this just tell the story, man. This Come guy's on. story is funny. <laughs> hey, look, fuck you all. So one of the guys <laughs> I work with goes through self-checkout. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, Walmart has a thing where you can scan all your items as you put them in your cart and then go pay. Yes. What? So it's Sam's, yes. Yeah. Uh, he goes through and does this, gets up to the front, uh, scans the, the thing on his phone to just pay at the uh, self-checkout. He's getting alcohol, so it says, hold on, we're uh, going to re- verify your age. Yeah. And this lady walks over a few minutes later, and uh, she has no idea what to do. <laughs> no clue what's going on. From his story, she basically could have been anybody in the store <laughs> instead of an employee, and it would have made more sense. So this lady has no clue. She's like, um, I think you're okay, and she tells him to leave. She's like, you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> he, <laughs> he walks away. He thinks everything's fine. It never charges him for right? his hundred-some dollars worth of groceries. <laughs> So he goes back and does it again, and this time, because he's honest, when she comes up and she has no clue what to do again, he's like, I think you have to scan the thing on the screen and with your little handheld device yeah. and then verify my age. And he goes through this process. He spends like 20 minutes training this woman on how to do a job. <laughs> did, did he get paid by Walmart? Because he should have. That's a training he that, performed. That's, right. that's what I told him. I said, man, you should be charging Walmart every time you go there and oh, getting shit. free groceries. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, all right. Speaking so, of training. you know what else? What else is kind of funny is the predicament that our band of adventurers found themselves in last time. Um, if you remember last time, we were down in the second level of the <laughs> cellar of <laughs> of the fish lady. Uh, gosh. Tam. Tam. My name's Tam. Yes, Tanderly. Tanderly. That is right. Tanderly's uh, basement went way down a spiral staircase. And if you remember, um, our friend Tooth Grimscar, he had went back to the surface to get some uh, healing done on his leg. Yeah, somehow I hobbled up there by myself. No, no, you were carried. You You were carried by Bridger. Yeah, because he was taller than Nuko. 
And after the uh, careful ministrations of, of Tanderly, um, and uh, her tenderly, tender, tenderly. yes, tenderly, tenderly tended his wounds, some insightful applications of like moss and swamp water and things, because he is a holistic type of guy. Tooth has been journeying back down to catch up with his fellows. And at this time, we find um, three of them locked in mortal combat, but not with mortals. They're with the strange uh, underground dwellers that seem to stink really, really bad. And uh, as we were involved in battle last time, we're going to start at the top of the order. And Bommy, you are up. You have a really ugly, smelly couple of uh, creatures there in front of you. What the hell is that thing, man? Would you do like I remember? To, would you like to do a check? Can I do a check? I don't know. How do we do that in this edition? <laughs> well, it's a it's a lore check. I have dwarven lore, I believe. How about society? Probably make it with a society check also. Um, if I could find it, it's alphabetized. Oh. <laughs> that starts with an S. That would help. Um, Ends with an iety. No, doesn't sound like I can accomplish nope. this. All there's right. There's an O in the middle. Hey, there's no like um. You can always roll untrained. Okay. Still. Yes. Right. You can do that here. Okay. Yep. Roll, roll high. <sighs> I'll try. Didn't really roll at all. I got a five altogether, partner. Yeah, you just know that these things have uh, big nasty teeth, loincloths, uh, looks like maybe flint-tipped uh, weapons, and they smell horrendous. In fact, they smell so bad, why don't you give me a, uh, a saving throw? Oh, no. Oh, yes. All right. Um, what kind? Well, it is going to be a fortitude Fortitude, save. yeah. Didn't land in the box, didn't count. All right, good. It's one better. That's uh, 16 on the dicer. Yeah, you. this smells so bad that you um, are now going to take negative one status penalty to all your checks and DCs. Oof. Unless you use an action to retch, to throw up the oh, bile yeah, in the back of this now. Yeah. Is that the sickened condition? Um, yes, it is. Interesting. And you have two extra actions, so you can attack or you can retch and then attack or whatever you'd like to do. I'm also uh, point out as a reminder to everybody, Bert, what you did with 16 on the die, you'll probably want to give them the full number because there are critical successes on a lot of saves now yeah so okay that's right this is a different kind of setup here fortitude okay so that'd be my total would be a 20 would i still get the second condition well no you would not okay. that makes a total difference okay good good yeah you're not sick in Don't fact, want you're, able, stupid to, you're able to shake that off apparently <laughs> um a bad night in the crook's nook smells really close to that awesome so kind of like uh, mother's so, milk to me huh yeah so you've I got just wanna, to, you got two actions and you're not sick okay and I forget if I, in this one, if I move two spaces to get into flanking is what it looks like from my view. Am I going to provoke from this guy in this edition? Well, no, you're not. But okay. uh, no, no, you're not. You're not going to provoke unless they have a a feat for it, a feat for it, okay. or they're fighters, which you're not really sure about that yet. But you do know that the uh, the one in front of. Uh, Donk has been hit several times. Right. Uh, he looks like he's bleeding from several wounds. The one in front of you, not so much. He's got a little nick here or there, but uh, not a lot done to him. And then there's a, kind of a different one in the back. Right. So I'm kind of wary of him. Um, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit, as they say, and uh, take that move action. That'd be my second, right? And then I want to swing. So that'd be the third action, right? Yeah. Where are you going to go? Three squares. And when I give, up, I can see give it me an acrobatics check there just to uh, make sure you can squeeze through that space. Okay. Because he's got you kind of up against that pillar, and there is maybe enough room you could go around the other way. Same difference uh, in distance. Acrobatics. Yeah, I, I, I got some of that somewhere. You should have. You're a rogue. 
Sorry, I'm making you think so much right off the bat. I know it's there. We go skills. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Pete. I knew you'd be there for me. <laughs> Knows my shit better than I do. That's a ten. What's your total? Ten. Oh, ten. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, actually, it was very. That's a ten. We'll make it just All barely. Right. So yeah, you got where you're at, and now you have flanking with your buddy Donk. Uh huh. And uh, go ahead, swing away. Learn this new. Oh, oh, is that is that right, Pete? Plus seven. Oh, that's a clan dagger. That's not what I'm using right now. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you using? Dueling sword. That will be less. Yeah, that'll be a Dueling plus sword. four. And remember, you do not add for flanking. Mark Correct. Subtract. I subtract. So I got a twenty-one to hit altogether. Oh, yeah, that is a hit, but not quite a crit, even with oh. the uh, even with the flanking. Oh. You're so close. I don't know if I like this box, bro. I can't keep it in it. Um, that's eight damage altogether. Hey, that uh, he felt that one. Slippery. Slippery. Slippery box. Leave that out there on the table, huh? Slippery yep. box. That's what you're here for. All right. And that is all three of your actions. Yes, well sir. done, Bommy. Uh, Uko. I did a thing. You are next. Uko is going to pray with his uh, holy symbol in his hand and cast Bless. Wow. Starts as a five foot, uh, so Donk is in it. And then he's going to um, very carefully step to the side if he can. I have to look at the map, though. If you go to the left and back, you have to step up onto a, a little raised area there that goes farther into the cavern. Or you can step to the right, and you'll move over kind of by that edge. Can which I is step directly behind? Donk? Donk. There. Yes. Is that possible? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Awesome. And that'll be all three of his actions. Uh, Donk, you now receive... Bless, which in this case is a plus one status uh, to attack rolls. All right. So um, with Uko moving behind Donk, and Donk is actually in front of the creature that gets to go next, so it's going to uh, it's going to try to hit you with a club, Donk. Right. Hey, I think that probably hits. How about a twenty-five? Oh yeah. All right. And that is eight points of bludgeoning damage to your head and shoulders. And he liked that so much, he's going to try that again. And uh, that one, that one, you were able to duck under that one. I guess you're still holding your head. You bent over. He swiped right over your head. And uh, for his last trick, he's going to try that one last time. And I am thinking that that is going to miss because that's only an 11. Right. So he is done. That's one, two, three strikes at you. And now, Donk, it's your turn. Ow. <laughs> I'm going to hit whatever the fuck that thing is. First one's a miss. And that is a 13. 13 does not hit, I'm sorry. Even with the flank. Yeah, we'll take a third hit. Fuck it. Swing for the fences. How much do I subtract for that one? If you're using an agile weapon, it'll be 8. Okay, it's a 7. And that misses also as he's able to slide back out of the way. But interestingly enough, um, it is his turn. Um, and uh, he's not really sure what to do. He's got one of you guys on each side, so I think he's gonna he's gonna strike out uh, at the at the dwarf first, mm -hmm. as one does. Yes, and that will be a total of twenty one. Does that hit? Uh, yeah. All right, and he cl oh he clubs you for ten points of damage. Holy! Apparently, shit. he doesn't like having you behind. He hits you for ten points of damage. Wow. And. Uh, now he's going to go for the other small person on the other side that tried to stick him in the back while he was fighting the dwarf. Oh, that's not that's not pretty at all. How about a 19, Donk? Does that hit you? Yep. All right. And that is seven points of damage to Donk. As awesome. As he's flailing about. 
and uh, for his next trick he is going to slide over and put his back against that wall directly to his left to get out of that flank because he is an intelligent person uh, creature uh, thing oh donk is unconscious donk goes down dun 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 okay well nat you hear the sounds of fighting uh, still in the chamber um directly uh to the the uh northeast of you um and uh, you had been trying to yell at bridger uh and what were you yelling at bridger again uh, i believe it was uh hey bridger uh, they're fighting over here they need some help uh leave that dude alone i think he's fine over there that may be what you say but that's definitely not what you did say that's far too descriptive <laughs> Yeah, was much was more vague. Probably more of a <laughs> run for your life, bitches. I believe it was, hey, there's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and Bridger, what did you say to that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> but it's okay. He can't pass through the water, I don't think. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to say that, please feel free. <laughs> no, Bridger. I mean, they're fighting over here. They need help. And then I'm going to study the one I can see that is in front of Donk. Or I'm going to hunt prey, I guess is the right term. Yes. And then I'm going to sh- try to shoot the bastard. Shoot him now. Shoot him now. That'd be <laughs> a 17 on the first shot. Ooh, not quite. Very right. close. It smacks over his head and cracks on the, uh, the wall there. And try one more time. 28. That is a hit, but it's not a critical. Oof. 16, 1 6 damage. Oh, and he goes down. Well shot. And that is my three actions. Excellent. That was the one that was directly in front of Donk that uh, that just had Donk fall to his feet, which is very unfortunate for Doc or to Donk because that way the guy won't kill him on his next turn since he's now dead. <laughs> With the screaming that you heard, you had just made it through the barricade at the base of the spiral staircase where these guys had been jumped. You see a couple of kobolds laying there, strangely without their hands. You're like, oh, they must be going this way. And you hear the sounds of battle. You also hear Bridger yell, uh, no, I think I'm fine, dude. And that's screaming about a fight. And uh, you step into a pool of water that seems to be flowing from the, uh, from the right of you. Okay. And you hear sounds of combat farther up uh, to the uh, to the north and the east there. Well, first I'm in four squares, so I'm going to put myself in one square. <sighs> Details. He's such a stickler. I suppose you also want to know what direction is north. Uh, not at the moment, but it, it might help later. Uh, Toof is going to first move down towards the uh, corgi that apparently is in the hallway. Okay. And uh, so he's going to move there, and then he'll see combat, and he's probably going to sudden charge, but we'll see. So splash, 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 splash. Hey, small person. Oh, crap. Look at all that. Am I able to see the blue or the black? You can see the uh, the blue-based uh, creature. Okay. Um, he is uh, directly uh, ahead of you. The other one has his back to, like, a pillar, and you can only see that somebody is fighting with somebody else behind that pillar. You can't really see who it is. Okay. Uh, so, Tooth will sudden charge uh, blue guy, apparently, I guess. dun 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 Oh. That's not the blue guy. I, no, I have a reach weapon. Oh, so that's I, right. I forgot. Yeah, I have to. What uh, reach weapon is that? Now? It is a fachard. A fachard. And I am going to attempt an attack roll. Swing. Bada bada. That's a two on the die, so that's going to be a miss. Yeah, he's able to uh, to pull back out of the way and whoosh, go right in front of him. 
that that will be uh, Toof's turn. Well, that was uh, rather unclimactic for your re-debut. But hey. It happens. You tried. Um, and it's that guy's turn. So he's going to take a step towards you, and he's going to try to bonk you on the head with his big club. Yeah, bonk me. Bonk, bonk on the head. 16 probably doesn't do it, does it? Negative. All right. Well, he's going to try one more time. And that's also going to miss. So apparently he's not very good either, or you guys are just whiffing at each other um, for funsies. Got to get warmed up, you know. Bridger, you're down there in the room of the elements. Um, Just to refresh our listeners' memories, there is a cloud of soot and smoke, and it seems to be following you along the edges of the water like it doesn't want to go in there. Now, we know uh, from past episodes that that's actually a cinder rat in there. You guys had identified that. But it is very, very hesitant to come into the water. Uh, One other thing from previous episodes that I've discovered since then, uh, you know how I was holding my breath because I can hold my breath for 17 and a half minutes? (laughs) Right. If I speak at all, which includes spellcasting, I lose all remaining air. All of it? 17 and a, yeah, if I speak anything, I lose 17 minutes of air because rules. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but that's what the rules say. That being said, it's a good thing that I've been told that there is another fight because I'm going to GTFO. <laughs> I like it. So basically, mechanic-wise, folks, is when Jason reread that rule, um, instead of doing the yelling that he would have done um, and then had to suffer the penalty, maybe if he missed his save on the cinder rat, he decided to go ahead and... We're going to retcon that, that he heard Nat, and he is running to help his friends. I I would be okay with still talking and rolling against those because I had already cast spells, so I would have already lost all that error. Ah, true. I I think you're fine, though, because if I remember right, you resisted last time. That's why you moved out of the water. So Uh, we're good. I'm going to move up to there. That's a double move. I am now standing kind of in the entrance behind most everybody but ahead of Nat. And with my remaining action, I'm going to look at Big Blue, and I'm going to see, like, uh, wax on, wax off, my dude. And I'm going to try the um, <laughs> Shroud of Night, uh, which, again, doesn't work if they have dark vision. But other than that, they need to make a save. Yeah, he he stops. And since you're different than the other ones, and you kind of look like maybe more akin to him and his other friend, and he sees you wave like that, he waves back. <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> you smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So that was Bridger's turn. Bommy, you're kind of getting in a tight spot there. Yeah, you've got uh, my ass you've too. got two two right there. That one. He seems to be more interested in Tooth than you, but uh, you never know what's going to happen. True story. And I, I can only afford so many more hits. So, huh. You don't want to be like Doc and get bonked in the head and knocked out. Mumble under my breath. No damn f- amount of fish is worth this shit. <laughs> and then I'm going to say out loud, Oh, damn! Dank is down! And then I'm going to say, uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, oh, hey, Bridger. And then I'm going to swing. <laughs> oh, you got my name right! <laughs> Ish. Uh, with that... If you're using the same thing, it'd be a 22. Thank you, it's a 22. Well, that's awesome. But still not a crit, but it does hit. I'm assuming you're swinging at the blue one that's flanked. Yeah, the blue one. Excellent. That is a hit, And and He might be flanked, but he is not uh, threatening him right now. Yes, he is. Um, In second edition, reach weapons, it's 5 feet and 10 feet threatened. Nice. Because you can hit him with the uh, half of the weapon. 
seriously. Minimum damage. Um, and that is five. Do you have sneak attack on this guy? Uh, yeah, I think I do. Why am I forgetting that? If he's flanked, you should have. (sighs) Is is it another D6 in this one? Yes. Okay. Yes. Until you get higher level. Okay. Add another six, or excuse me, five to that. Well, that's that's more gooder, as Bommy would say. Way more gooder. See, I told you would. And uh, that was your first attack. Oh, let's do it again. And you moved, so you got one more attack left. And this will be at negative five. Five? For you, yeah. Does, if it's agile, it's less. It's right? not. not. Okay. He's, he's I using couldn't remember. I'm using yes, yeah. but it's the not. dueling sword. Yeah. That'd oh, be a right. ten total. Ding, 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 ding. Four minus five. He says five, dueling sword. That's what I. Think. But with eleven, it's a ten. It sounds like a miss to me. Ten is a miss. I'm sorry. Sir. Right. Even with the flank, that's not good enough. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Uko, that puts you up. Uko will um, kind of step over Donk's body and reach down <laughs> and, and just tap his forehead and say. Don't fear the darkness today, Doc. It's not going to take you and cast <laughs> Stabilize. <laughs> yeah, I see him flicking him with his finger right in the middle of his forehead. Thunk! Idiot! <laughs> as he walks over to the side of the uh, Big Blue, as we've been calling him, and uh, then gives, since Bless is still up, gives uh, the two of our friends there Bless. So you guys both get the plus one now. And did you did you heal Donk or you just cast stabilize? stabilize. That's Excellent. all I can do. So he's he's not dying. So you're not dying. Um, you're stabilized now. If you wanted to, you don't have to, but you could throw your hero point out there, and you could immediately come back into the fight. Yay! Uh, just to clarify, how many hit points does he come back into the fight with? Uno, one, enough to die with. But I mean, you don't have to. Oh, yeah, there it comes. Kind of daring right there. And you're on the ground, and you don't have any weapons in your hands because you passed out unconscious from getting donk-bonked on the head. Yeah, I will uh, can Crawl I away? stand up and draw. Um, you can pick your dagger up and then stand up. Sure, why not? Okay. So um, he, he feels around, grabs one of his daggers, and then stands up. So stand up in your space, and what would you like to do? You have one action oh, left. I've got, I've got dog slicers. Well, whichever you um, have, you can pick up one. Well, I'll slide. F- wow, shit! I need both of them. Damn it! Um, <laughs> well, you can pick up the other one and wait till next time. Yeah, let's do that. Let's pick up the other one. I was gonna say, Kurt, you can't do the double attack this turn anyway because you had to use one action to stand, one action to grab. So right. I don't think he's next to anybody either. Correct. So I would have to move. So I'm just gonna go ahead and pick up that other dog slicer. Perfect. Perfect. And that was Donk's turn. Now it's uh, it's the one that everybody seems to have moved away from except for our buddy Toof Grimscar. So he's going to try to take a swipe at, uh, at Toof. That is a 17. Does that hit? Negative. He's able to duck back out of the way and uh, kind of infuriates him. He's going to try it one more time. That's a horrible miss. And then, eh, why not? Let's swing for the fences. Roll 20. I sure wish I would have, but I did not. So that's three ineffectual swipes at uh, at old Tooth Grimscar. And uh, Nat, you are up. Boy, Neil, you're you're super lucky. See, if that had happened to me, it'd have been three crits. <laughs> you, you know why? Because you need to get good. It's not like Dark Souls. With where <laughs> Nat is, I don't believe I can see any of those t- enemies. Is that correct? No, you cannot. Um, because you have a wall in between you and both of them, unfortunately. 
Alright, so Nat is going to ride Flea further into the room. Dun, 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 going through uh, Bridger's spot. Yep, he just kind of spreads his legs a little bit and you shoot right between there. And then <laughs> stopping on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even duck. She just kind of grazes as she goes under. Well, what's funny, you know, he wears a robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like running, running out of the tunnel in football. It kind of yeah. busts through the bottom of your robe. <laughs> so uh, spend one action to move to there. Um, where I can see blue, I'm next to Bridger. Um, I'm only... 15 feet from blue um, use an action to hunt prey on blue okay and then my last action I'm gonna take a shot okay he is going to have uh, have a little bit of uh, cover there from uh, whiskey or from from <laughs> from a uh, tooth being in the way all right so before any penalties that is a 19 to hit oh well shot you got him even with the penalty for the cover and that's 10 damage 10 10. Guess what? That guy goes down. And uh, nice. Uh, Nat, was that the blue one? Yeah, that was blue. Oh, okay, cool. Nat licks her finger, and then the air draws a, another uh, line and goes, and another one for the magnificent. Your turn. Whoa. Magnificent who? Tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that you were battling uh, rather ineffectually. Um, he falls as a little. Uh, tiny minuscule arrow hits him right in the eye and he falls over backwards with a thud um almost as surprised as you are is the guy that was standing right next to him because he looks at his leader and he looks at you like whoa good job tooth i farted sorry (laughs) way to take him down tooth yeah that chili last night really getting to me today so it's your turn uh so so blue guy's down blue guy is down all right so uh tooth is Gonna five foot step, but I gotta see if there's somewhere I can even go first. Actually, you're right. You're right next to that guy. I think you can hit him from there. Yeah. And he is injured. If you stay next to uh, Uko, you get the plus one to your attack too. From the bless spell. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'll Tufa is gonna stay there because he has a uh, bless from uh, Uko. So we'll uh, go for a whack here. It's probably gonna be a crit because that's a. Uh, 29 to hit? Yes. Yes, that is a crit. Well struck. It's probably curtains for my last creature. Let's hope so. Wafting curtains for you. Yes. Yes, smelly wafty curtains for you. It's going to be 25 damage. Oh, yeah. That was a well struck blow. Kind of comes apart and gets even more smelly, if that's possible. Bippity boppity boo, bitch. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Weirdest battle cry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that wasn't your Heather challenge, was it? It sure was. I have now completed a quest today that was given by one of my friends. Well, hopefully the rewards are consummate with the difficulty of that quest. Yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. Good job, Tooth. <laughs> one more and you would have tied me. <laughs> tie, I don't want to tie you up. I'm not into you that way, buddy. You're not my type. You've just never had a sprite job. I don't. I'm not, Whoa. Do you get bigger or because I'm no, pretty sure No, we talked about this you. earlier. You take a, half a lemon and half a lime and you rub it up and down. I decide. Sprite job. Interesting. You guys don't Tooth, have that here? Tooth looks very confused. It's the lemon lime. He scratches his face. like. like it's also very effective at finding small cuts and abrasions. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Well, now you have three rather smelly um, creatures uh, lying on the ground. They're all dead, and uh, they're bleeding from numerous wounds. One is missing his head and a shoulder. Toof would like to correct his damage. It was actually 33 because he forgot the deadly D10. Well, if this had been an old-school video game that we all used to play, he would be in chunks right now. So, yeah. Nice. Chunky damage. Is so, last night we had that. the Blizzard of Monkeys. <laughs> Today we have the... Chunky soup of troglodytes. Tinderized troglodyte. Yeah, these were Exelgaths. Oh. Interesting. Exelgath warriors. Uh, They're uh, from the Underdark, mostly. Uh, you don't know how they found their way up here, but you do notice in the back of the room, behind where the leader fell, about where that kobold body that they were eating and dismembering, uh, there is a, another corridor that leads off into darkness. Um, these, uh, these warriors uh, had a, a stone club. Um, they also had some javelins with flint tips, and uh, probably about three of those left. These are full-size javelins, not like the kobold ones. And uh, you also know they're wearing dirty loincloths, and it looks like the one that's kind of got the bluish tint to his scales, um, he may have a pouch on him. Not a prison pouch, but a belt pouch. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, everybody has a prison pouch, right? Well, you're not sure no. what their anatomy is yet. Oh, okay. He may just have a cloaca, not an actual pouch. Well, okay, gotcha. Hey, like that. I worked in Cloaca before <laughs> Neil did. Noise. Noise. Uh, we'll, we'll search the bodies. Excellent. Well, you uh, you find a, uh, a pouch, um, and inside this leather pouch is a handful of strange coins, but it's not from any minting that you, you're familiar with. Um, it shows a tower inside a what looks like a large cavern, and on the other side, a rather sinister-looking elf's head. Um, and the total of these coins come to 38 silver pieces and 4 gold pieces. That uh, Dwarven Lord do anything to help me ID those uh, coins? Um, yeah, it'll be a stretch, but go ahead and give me a roll there, Bummy. Yeah, about that. Um, it's only a an 11. An 11. Uh, you're not really sure where these would come from. You haven't heard of anything in this general area. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, maybe it's an, an, an underground culture. Maybe it's from far away. You're not sure how far these guys have traveled. But like I said, you see uh, um, to the east, farther past the, uh, the area where they were eating the kobold, there is a passageway that leads off into darkness. And then to the west, you have another one. Uh, it's where Uko had stepped up to get a little bit of height when he was battling them. It seems like it goes and makes a little turn to the, uh, to the left there. That's all you find on them. Um, anybody else want to check and see if they can tell anything more about the coins? Or Uko would like to. Okay. Give me a, uh, a society check. Or um, if you have uh, Elvish lore or something like that, that would, that would be applicable. Ten. Society. Yeah, you're about the same, same as Bami there. Um, I mean, it's obviously from a... An advanced society, they have a coinage or a mint, um, but you're not really sure who or, or what they are. Would a 16 do better? A 16 helps a little bit. You... What about a 22? Yes. Okay. So, you say, this doesn't look like the surface elves I know. Um, I think these are... Uh, they called them drow or drow or drips or... Drizits, or I'm not sure. And then you go, oh, no, this is obviously from an underdark city um, somewhere down here. 
um, and this is definitely a drow on the front and you can tell that the tower um, is probably like a wizard's tower or maybe like the town hall of that uh, that kingdom or city and you're not sure where it's at because you haven't heard anything about them being close to Otari that you know of. It would be a complicated thing because you, like the tunnels would have to go very very much down, down, down because of all the water. You know, they couldn't like angle down because then they'd go into the ocean. You know, like a like a like a pole that you'd wrap your arms around in like a fire hall and be like, Woo and then go fight ghosts, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing. Uh, all right. Yeah, but That'd be fine for going down, but you're talking about them having to come up. Well, you can climb the pole, too, if you you know how to climb and stuff. You just got to have, like, arm strength and leg strength and right. stamina. Yoga helps. But yogurt? No, yoga. Yogurt is a delicious snack. And yogi is a, uh, a bear. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. So, you've got the passage to the west that leads off into darkness, and you do see tracks from the, uh, the three Uxelgath um, that lead, that came out of there. Um, the other way, um, where Uko had stepped up to, it goes um, about 20, 25 feet and then makes a turn, but you can't see where it goes after that from where you're at. So, um, guys, uh, Donk fell over during that fight. Maybe we should take a minute before we push on. Uko's kind of like inspecting Donk's wounds, uh, whether he's holding still for that or not, and he goes, unfortunately, I'm out of uh, healing spells, but I can try to bandage you. Uh, yeah, because I'm not going any further without something. I'm, I'm limping. While they're doing that, Nat would refocus. Excellent. And Berger wants to spend those ten minutes looking at the blue-scaled Exol Goth. Uh, to try if he's to determine if he has blue scales for the same reason that that cobalt had blue scales. You you look him over pretty close. Um, it looks like he's a little larger, and you can tell he's male if you peek. Um, the other two seem like they're females, so maybe it was just his. That's the coloring of the males versus the females. Okay. Um, and it's not a a bright blue like the cobalt scales. It's more of like a tinge, gotcha. like along the edges. But good good uh, peacocking, good question. if you will. Exactly. Uko uh, does not critically fail, but does not manage to heal you. <laughs> so, good news <laughs> and bad news. So, I should uh, I should probably go see someone. We should probably just rest. Well, you know, we could probably fight the Cinderette in the other room. Oh, hey, guys, there's a thing in the other room. <laughs> it's like a rat made out of, like, uh, fire and smoke, but it won't come in the water, so we could just stand out there and, like, shoot it. Uh, and then we could go upstairs. I can shoot things. Yeah, that that'll work. Uh, I'll protect you, Donk. I can stand right. in the in the water and cast spells at it. That's what I'm saying, Donk. I'll give you and like uh, Bridger p- picks up a bunch of pebbles and says like, "Yeah, you can throw these at it." <laughs> that sounds like we got Donk. a plan. Yeah. Again, Donk is still pretty dazed and it's not entirely aware of what's going on. So he's just like, yeah, um... Throw the small <laughs> rocks at rats. So, Tuesday. All right. So, uh, I'm hearing that we're going to go back to the uh, Hall of the Elements there and uh, try to do some battle with the Cinder Rat, correct? 
Yeah. All right. Well, go ahead and give me a marching order there and, and uh, go to wherever you want to uh, within the uh, confines of the puddle, I'm sure, because you don't want to get inside the room with it because that was bad last time that happened. Hey, Toof, do you think you could just drop this in half for us? Great. Thanks, man. Sure, Chop. <laughs> it's going to be a little tougher than that. Yeah. I will have Bridger stay right in front of Donk, wherever he's at. Uh, I'll be at the back. I'm going to be moving slower than everyone else. Just stick me right in that puddle up front. Perfect. All right. So as you guys uh, get closer back into the room, you see not the the cinder rat that uh, that Bridger's described, but you do see a cloud of smoke and soot, and you're thinking it may be concealed somewhere in there. And it is uh, right in front of the fire cylinder, uh, or the fire sphere where, where it came out of, and it's uh, it seems to be behind the central little like fountain area uh so you're not going to really get a good shot at it. so basically you're seeing the the fountain and then you see like the the smoke and the cinders like roiling behind it between it and uh and the the cylinder of fire or the uh, sphere of fire and it looks like we've got tooth and uko inside the room still in the puddle of water and uh then we've got is that Bridger back there? Yep. And then finally Donk and uh, old Bommy Taker bringing up the rear. Smoke burns your lungs, but that's where it's at. I have faith in you. Okay. Donk, for this particular exercise, will sheath his dog slicers and take out a short bow. Excellent That took all that time to find you rocks. He can use the rocks with the short bow. I'll take them rocks. I, th- I thought you wanted me to save those, man. <laughs> no, I told you to throw them at the rats. I was very specific. Nobody has ever given me anything. So, Tooth, you're first in the room. What uh, what would you like to do? Uh, Tooth is going to uh, attempt to approach the uh, cinder rat thing cloud. That move yourself in there. So I'm going to move up over there? Yep. Hey, man, give me them rocks. I don't want to mess around with Can this cinder I fellow. Can I see anything? You see a cloud of cinders and smoke that seems to be roiling, and uh, you hear a, a, a chittering and, a, and the sound of, like, flames coming from it. Okay. Um, am I able to see, or what's... what's it the is concealed from you. You will have to make a flat check if you're going to try to hit it. Okay, so if I make a flat flat check here, and I don't find it, like, can I continue moving because we're on a combat, or how's this working? Well... If you're going to try to strike it, you have to give me a flat check to see if you well, can hit it or not. Well, that's what I'm asking. If, if I can see it, what, is the flat check going to make us enter combat? Yes. Okay. Because you're going to attack it, I'm assuming, after well, you make it, the flat if check. if I can see it, I would, but I'm just trying to figure out, like, if I can't see it, like, I don't know how that, that rule works. Specifically. Here's the way it works. If you're going to tell me you're going to attack that creature that you know was in that cloud, you will make me a flat check. Okay. If you make the flat check successfully, you will be able to then try to hit that rat because you know okay. where it's at in the square okay gotcha that's how that mechanic works so i'm gonna say hey you guys ready to go no we want to stay and fight okay cool. right behind you man so uh flat check then yes sir i got an 18 that is uh well enough you can try to take a swipe at it right, you can go. actually see where it's at in the square uh that's gonna be a 20 to hit nice that actually hits it good job uh tooth it's gonna be 12 damage Ouch. And is like this like my turn is or is that a surprise? Well round that that or? is uh, that's gonna put us into initiative and we'll get to that next time on Shield Bash. Thank you everybody. Don't miss this fight, it should be pretty good. Yay. Bye.
Shield Bash is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and the Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shield Bash. Bumper music provided by Lee Rosevere. Other artists can be found in the episode description. Troubles in Otari, Abomination Vaults, Serpent Skull, and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.